Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. Text anytime on the Temper at Bed Shed text 0487 736 736 right across Western Australia. You're listening to The Run Home with Hazen Mardo. Welcome back to The Run Home. Paul Hazelby and Brad Shepard today. Four for 114 in the cricket. Kawaja has got to 54. He was just dropped in the slips. But let's get to the coach of the West Coast Eagles. All for Hungry Jacks. The barista coffee is better at Hungry Jacks. Adam Simpson joins us on the show. Adam Simpson, that is. Good day, Simo. Welcome. <laughs> hey, Hayes. Uh, hey, Shep. Good day, mate. Good to see you, boy. I'm here from you. I want to start with the big story, and that is 250 games to Jack Darling because he's been a wonderful player for your club across his career, 467 goals. When you talk about key forwards getting to 250 and those sort of numbers, I think we should be giving him a lot of praise coming into game 250. Yeah, look, he's been so reliable. Uh, when you think about how quickly he's got there, I, I can't remember how many games he's missed under under my coaching. and it'd be, it'd be under 10, so... He's probably got another 50 to 100 more, you would have thought. So, um, yeah, and he's he's obviously been very resilient um, on field and then off field. You know, sometimes he gets, uh, you know, he gets a bit of criticism and um, he doesn't let you down too often. And as Shep would know, um, he's a good teammate and uh, yeah, really proud of the fact he's achieved the 250 and um, he's done it so quick. Just looking through the team team list now, Simo. Is it true that Zane True (laughs) is making his debut for the footy club this weekend? Yeah, yeah, true. He's uh, true to your word. He's playing. Uh, <laughs> Shep, he's, uh, he's come in, which is uh, great for us, and we want to see what he's got. Um, you know, we uh, we're managing JK uh, this week. Um, he spent a few tickets uh, kicking those five for us last week. So yeah, we we'll get to see another young debutant play, and um, really good for for him and for the club. He must be excited how Rhett Bazo's coming to the side in his first year, playing on some key and formidable forwards, this, um, what he's taken in the first couple of weeks of his career. Do you see him play, playing on one of the key forwards in either Rewalt or Lynch this weekend? Because it is his probably first time to the MCG and in, in the big stage. But I think his development and how he's equipped himself in his first couple of games has been a really shining light for the footy club. Yeah, look, it's a tough gig, the, the key position defenders. And without Gov, you know, obviously Harry Edwards is another one who's been exposed this year. And um, and Baz, we think, you know, he's a competitor. Um, yeah, definitely at stages he'll be on both. Uh, you know, we're, we're a bit smaller than perhaps we normally are, but we think with Yo um, and Hearn back there, they can play a bit taller with um, dealing with Rewalt and Lynch, obviously massive priorities. But then you've got... You know, Bolton and Martin and Edwards and Rioli as well. So, yeah, they're so dangerous up forward. And, and Baz left to play tall and small this week. Is there a chance for two debutants with Jai Cully being named in the squad? 
Oh, not at this stage. He'll, he'll come over as a traveller just to get the experience. We, we like to um, give opportunities to those uh, younger players just to get the, the travel and the the buffet that used to get all of us back in the day. Hey? <laughs> got me all yeah. the time. <laughs> some, some more than others. Um, I'm still trying to work out why they've got uh, apple crumble for dessert for AFL players. But that's, that's another story. Um, so, yeah, we get get used to the travel with the team. And, um, you know, and he might be... Um, a good right-hand man for Truy as well. So that, that'll be uh, part of the experience and the growth. You must be happy in the last couple of weeks with personnel coming back in. And it seems a newfound confidence within the group, the way they played against Geelong and then taking into a big Friday night game with 41,000 people turning out for, the, for that game. It must be morale with the club, getting the win and getting, the, I guess, another challenge going against Richmond and the MCG. How are the boys feeling about getting over East and, and uh, showing their skill set on the, on the biggest stage at the G? Yeah, it has been reasonably positive, Shep. I mean, we've been not glass half full, I suppose. We've been disappointing, no doubt, at this period this year. But we've the attitude of the boys and the, the culture within the club. I've said this a number of times. We've been we've been in better spot on the ladder and, and worse around the club, um, if that makes sense. But the guys are in, in, in um, good spirits and they're trying to get better. Um, there's been a lot of disruptions this year, so. You know, getting a win last week for the crowd, just as much as for the footy club, was really good to see. I mean, they turned up and, you know, hopefully that continues for the rest of the year. They stick fat with us. And then the MCG and Richmond. I mean, Richmond beat us by 109 points last time we played. So I don't know how many changes we've made since that game. There'd be a few. Um, uh, And I reckon they've made a couple of changes for the better as well. So um, big challenge for us. MCG, we only get there a couple of times a year as well. So... I'm looking forward to seeing what our players can do and it's not going to be a smooth ride for the rest of the year. We're going to have some ups and downs, but yeah, we, we need to try to continue to take the game on and, and play as brave as we can whilst trying to keep them, um, you know, occupied with the scoreboard. No doubt it would have occupied a bit of decisions at uh, match, match committee with Nick coming back in. You've got Shuey fit, you've got Kelly back in there. And this with Yoey itself, he's excelling in the back half. Just his drive and you know bounce from the half back. Was there any temptation to, th- to throw him in the midfield? At, because essentially, with those three, with Nick coming back, that is that is their premier midfield. Or are you happy with how he's going in the back half? And you think that's his position for the rest of the year? Yeah, well, he, he's calling it the Brad Shepherd role at the moment. That's what he's playing. <laughs> and, a bit uh, more attacking. There's, there's only one Brad Shepherd. Um, Oh look, I, I think I think the temptation will be there, and at some stage you'd think he'll he'll make his way through the midfield. Um, but just without Gov at the moment and um, some younger defenders coming through, we think he just helps set us up behind the ball as well. And you know, the question will be for us going forward is will will it help a bit more supply getting him up the ground? And instead of rebounding, we might get a couple of clearances for us. But yeah, we'll keep the flexibility in in, in front of mine because um, he's got that flexibility and. Yeah, at this stage, you know, we'll probably start him back and, and we'll go from there. Simo, you would have been really happy with the inside 50 efficiency on the weekend. 18 marks from the 42 entries that you did have. Is that a product, a byproduct of moving the ball a bit quicker or maybe it speaks about the Bombers? But, of course, against Richmond, their defence really, really strong. If you get those numbers again, probably suggests you've had a good day. Yeah, I wouldn't bank on those numbers every week, Hayes, but we, we definitely... You would have seen it. The, the way we played, we mm. we took the game on. Um, the problem with with doing that is obviously we had the efficiency in the front half, which is great. But you do expose yourself the other way. And I thought the second quarter we kicked six goals straight from twelve inside fifties, 
which is awesome, and some of them are from the back half. But they had, uh, I think they had 15 or 16 inside 50s and kicked three goals five. So playing that type of footy, whilst it's exciting, we want to encourage the guys to be brave. We still need to be able to defend. And that, that's been something that's um, what comes first, you know, defence or attack. And you'd like to think good, good method with the contest is what you start with. And can you defend behind your ball movement? And just find that balance between fast and slow. So... Yeah, we, we, we want to score. We want more inside 50s, and we want to be able to defend behind it as well. I thought there was real development from Jermaine Jones. It's been a change in role, and he made a couple of early blunders, but then he came good at the back end of the game. That move, how have you seen it? Do you think it's it's working, and are you going to keep persisting with it? Yeah, we will. We're just trying to get a bit of speed in the back half, uh, Hayes, is what we sort of um, you know had a look at. And, and JJ's been a small forward, and... Yeah, that, that's a, we've been doing that probably four or five weeks now, so he's going to make some blues. Um, he's got good instinct as a halfback as well, but you know, it's, it's, it's going to take a bit of time. And then, obviously, yeah, on the first quarter, he had a couple of, couple of kicks he'd, he'd like to have back. But, yeah, we, we're just going to try and encourage him to keep, not, not be brave, but take the game on in a way that's going to help, um, help him be at his best. So can't be too critical for guys trying to be mm. creative. It's just... Time and a place, and then there's execution as well. Is that a key for you, a focus? Because I saw one a couple of weeks ago, I think it was Jack Darling, maybe against Geelong, he really went for it. But the team kept going, and I think that's going to be the challenge for you and the coaching group is that there will be some errors, there'll be some turnovers, but for the longer term, if they start to get better at those kicks, it's going to help you in the long term. It depends who you are. Um, yeah. If they're good good kicks, they should go for it. If they're not good kicks, then mm. they're all long down the line, Shep. I used to try and bite <laughs> off through the, through the guts <laughs> every kick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we, Shep and I used to talk probably once a month about that. Um, just uh, swim between the flags, I think we used to call it. Uh, <laughs> but no, look, we, we want to... Um, well, obviously getting, getting Yo down back and Duggan and these guys, they, they, they got, they're, they're good, good kicks, so we want to back them in. But, um, you know, brave, not stupid, I suppose. There's been a bit of commentary throughout the week. I think it's just this time of year where there's a bit of speculation with players, potentially the wish list of what West Coast would want. Do you have any influence to your list management with the type of player you want to be, to be able to, if you can get them, or it's pretty much behind the scenes and you only address it once the season's done? Uh, it's a good question. We have list management meetings, you know, once a month probably. And, um, you know, we assess obviously the short, medium and long-term requirements it's just going through a new phase now with where the list's at and what we need to do in the draft and possible trade period so we're working through that now and i feel like it's going to be a little bit more public this year because of where we're at whereas every year is the same it's just there's been a bit more focus on because we're where we are and um what what our list is going to look like in the future it'll look significantly different in the next you know two to two to four years so yeah, I can understand the questioning, but it's really, it's really no different than every year. We meet once a month, we go through possibilities, and then um, you know, it normally works itself out by the end of the year. Simo, thanks for your time. Good luck against Richmond. Thanks, boys. Good on you.
Adam Simpson there for Hungry Jacks. Pick up better barista coffee in drive-thru only at Hungry Jacks. I love the selections, Shep. I do love the fact that they've brought Harry Edwards back in, another young kid, Zane True. Have a look at him. I think that's the mindset you need in the back half of the year. But, you know, it's easy potentially to go back to some of those tried and tested players. Witherden's named on the interchange there as well. Um, Sam Petrevsky's seat. We've sort of had a good look at those guys, I think, when you can. And there's a 50-50 call where you could go for a younger kid um, and get a good look. I think they need to do that. Xavier O'Neill's probably the other one that um, when he played early in the year, he played a couple of good games. He's been injured. He played really good in the waffle. What have you found from him playing alongside him? Or do you think he is one that maybe they can have a, an extended look at, two or three games, to make a really informed decision at the end of the year? Yeah, well, that is a question with the match committee because Xavier O'Neill, he's a midfielder. And you look at the midfield now, you finally got Kelly fit. You got Red in there, Shuey. And uh, who else has got? They've got Westy as well. He's had a great year. So I, I don't think you can go on to the days we can sort of hide a midfielder at half forward playing those roles because the half forward is such a critical position yep. on the ground. Well, Connor so West he, has been forced a little bit he, into he has, that half but, forward. But he, he's a player who just likes attacking in and crashing in. He probably, he's probably game suits out of all the midfielders that potentially can be rolling through those roles, playing a bit more forward. Mm. But you can't just rest the a midfielder forward because, you know, unless he's playing one out in the goal square, very good one-on-one, you know, you'd err on the side of picking yep. a traditional forward. It's so important, isn't it, that it position? Is. It is. And saying Zane True get in, he's of the mould of a Luke Shuey. His explosiveness, same height, his same running patterns. When he first got picked up, unfortunately for Truey, he's, he's had a few injury concerns pretty much since day dot when he first got drafted. But for his limited pre-season he had, he was, he was churning out the numbers as what Luke Shuey was. So I'm really excited to see what he can do on a big stage. He just, he just looks like a player that, you know, at the waffle level, he, he, he not, doesn't go through the motions. He, he knows that he's better and he's class above. But get him on a bigger stage, he'll, he'll really shine. So I'm really looking forward to seeing him play. And for Harry Edwards as well. He played in the waffle last week. He got 30 as a key defender. He had a, he had a trouble, troublesome game the week before. But it looked good to see he's, he's back at waffle. He's back to his best. And you bring in a player in who's full of confidence. But he's on the extended bench. So we'll watch his space to see if he does come into the 22. But a lot of great ins. And... The Nat Nui effect. The Nat Nui. We didn't even ask about Nat Nui, but it is terrific to see. A buy in the waffle. Jai Cully is into the squad, but as it sounds there, he won't be playing, but a good experience for him. And if he puts in one or two good performances, I expect to see him get an opportunity towards the back end of the year. What do you think of the squad's name by West Coast and Fremantle? We'd love to hear from you. And Take It or Leave It is coming up next. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.